Mums with Hustle podcast 180. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Hey there, lovely lady. Thanks for joining me in this week's episode of the Mums with Hustle podcast. I treasure our chats, our DMs, our girl to girl chats, our heart to heart conversations. And today I wanted to chat to you about something that you may have experienced in your business startup journey, or you may very well still be experiencing it. And I'm speaking about the pressure, feeling the pressure of when is your business going to take off? When are you going to start seeing the profits? How long does it take to be successful? And when should you consider throwing in the towel? And I mean, the episodes here on the Mums with Hustle podcast are generally like really uplifting and super inspiring, but I think we have to just be very honest and say that business is not always easy. And There is this glamorized version of entrepreneurship that exists and we have to be honest that we all go through this startup haze or the startup phase and if you're at that point where you haven't yet earned money in your business, then there's a certain psychology that tends to like kick in and and it can feel like you're just waiting and it can feel exhausting. Like you're, you've got your hands in all of the pies, you're trying to do all the things and when is it all going to start to pay off? So it's a bit of a heart-to-heart episode because I really want to connect with you. I really want to speak to you like we're sitting across from each other having a smoothie or having some coffees and just having a good old chat because I care so much about your state of mind and I care so much about why you started your business. I know for me, I started my business because I really wanted to be able to have that freedom to mother and parent how I wanted to. And I was coming up against this maternal wall of gender biases and what is possible for mothers returning to the workforce and even having like your own professionalism or dedication or capabilities questioned because now you're a mother when there was none of that going on for me. I felt like I was kicking ass. But nevertheless, the maternal wall exists. So I was just like, no, this is not feeling good. If I'm being forced to choose between, you know, work and and how I actually want to mother my children as well. Like that was kind of like the icing on the cake for me. So for me, having that freedom of how I mother was very, very important and having creative freedom, a creative freedom that doesn't really exist when you work for someone else. That was really exciting to me as an entrepreneur. And then having time freedom to kind of just do things in my own time whether that's go on a holiday or sleep in or, you know, not rush to get the the kids to anywhere. Like we could just do life at our own pace. And then, of course, there's the financial freedom of having your own business. And I know that for a lot of people, they connect to all three of those. 
But what I find for most women, most women that at least listen to this podcast, is that we do it because we want to be more present for our children, like in terms of like they're in the day-to-day. And we want to have our business as well. But what can actually happen is, you know, in those startup days, when you are doing everything yourself, and when there are so many things to do in order to get business going, you can be very consumed by your business and it can be all that you think about. And especially if you're like me and in those early days of starting your own business, like you're only able to work like 20 minutes here, five minutes there, 10 minutes there, and then a little bit at night if they decide to go to bed. Like I have been there and that is also really exhausting because the work stays in your head all day long until you get that next opportunity to sit and actually write that email or respond to that DM or make your product or write your course. And it's just like, it's all consuming. And even though you can get to the end of the day and you can feel like I've literally only worked on my business for 20 minutes, let me tell you that the brain calories, literally your brain like burns calories, The brain calories spent all day long keeping that running to-do list in your head, telling yourself that you're overwhelmed, like just feeling like this frustration of having this ambition and having the ideas, but then not being able to execute. Like that is so frustrating and I have been there and it is very difficult and it is also very draining and fatiguing. And very quickly, you can find yourself in this state of just asking those questions like how long is this going to take how long does am i able to keep this up because emotionally it's draining but also financially it's there's this like there's this ticking time bomb it's kind of like okay how long do i have to kind of see success in this business before i actually have to go back to work and that is a reality for a lot of people starting their own business, male, female, mothers, not mothers. It is a reality for a lot of people. So over, you know, almost four years now, and in speaking to thousands of entrepreneurs across all stages and and all parts of their entrepreneurial journey, right from people just starting out all the way through to people that are, you know, they're living their entrepreneurial dream. They're living their best life. They've got the business that they've always wanted and, and the income as well. So speaking to this broad spectrum of people, one thing reveals itself as being like a major cause of stress and overwhelm for anyone starting a business or going into entrepreneurship. And that is this idea of the time-bound success deadline. So what I'm referring to is like giving yourself a date of this has to work by June of 2020, otherwise, you know, X has to happen and you can fill in the blank there for yourself. Maybe it means I have to return back to a nine to five. So that can be very, very stressful. And if you're in that space right now, or maybe you know someone that is in that space right now. Like it is a very uncomfortable place to be. And sometimes we put that pressure on ourselves because we've got 
this idea of like, well, everyone else is successful, so I need to be successful by that point in time or that person was able to achieve this or she had 10,000 followers in that amount of time, so I need to be able to have that too. Or she made this amount of money in her business by by that time or she's making this much with her launches, I need to be doing that too. And then when we don't achieve that, we make it mean something about us. We make it mean something about our own capability, our own business ideas, and even just about ourselves as people. So just be very aware that sometimes this pressure comes from us as individuals and we sometimes put this time-bound success deadline in place for ourselves. Now, I'm all about deadlines and and if you ask the ladies inside of the Social Method Society, when we get on and we do hot seats, like I'm always asking people like, okay, so what's your action? What's the thing that you're going to go and do now? Okay, cool. And give me a deadline. Like when is this going to happen? Because I'm going to keep you accountable. Come back in and tell us when you've done it. So deadlines are really great, like for goal setting and things like that, but not when it's going to bring about negative emotions that don't serve you, not when it's going to put this pressure on you. So I do get asked quite often, you know, how long does it take to be successful? And one of the first things that I respond with is, well, what is your definition of success? Because entrepreneurship is a journey. It's an ever moving picture or an ever changing landscape. So it's kind of like a kaleidoscope, you know, like you move, you twist it one way, it's got one picture, you twist it another way, it's another picture, like it's constantly moving and evolving. So along the journey, there are several checkpoints or several milestones, and that's why it becomes so important to have these checkpoints and these milestones in place. That's why with the ladies inside of the Social Method Society, I have my success path and I've got these six stages. And within those, we've got certain milestones. And I encourage the ladies to celebrate whenever they have met one of these milestones. So I encourage the same for you. Like just view your journey of entrepreneurship as a journey and try to map out for yourself some checkpoints or some key stages or some key milestones that when you hit those, you can have that sense of accomplishment and pride because it is a long-term game. And we all need to be defining what our own version of success is. So I would encourage you to like really start there. The next part of that question is, well, the how long does it take? And I have to be very honest with you. It takes as long as it takes. This is entrepreneurship. It takes as long as it takes. You are literally a creator, a maker, a scientist, an inventor. That's what you are doing. You are creating something where there once was nothing. And that takes time. It takes as long as it takes. And yes, some people seem to figure it out or have their breakthroughs much earlier than others. But being an entrepreneur is like, it's a way of life and it is in your bones and you won't stop when it gets difficult because you almost have to expect it to be difficult. And that feeling 
should give you exhilaration and excitement. That feeling of not knowing is just like part and parcel of entrepreneurship. So how long does it take? Well, I believe it takes as long as it takes and it takes testing, retesting, testing again, looking at all of that data that's coming back to you, all of that feedback from your audience, tweaking your messaging, tweaking your offers, building that audience and eventually with enough testing, you will find something that works. And I think Amy Porterfield says this so beautifully, like she often speaks about You know, like you don't even have to be the best in your niche. You just have to sometimes outlast other people that will stop when things get difficult. And she recognizes that quality in herself that she just hasn't stopped. So, you know, her first few launches, she will tell you like she lost money or she barely broke even, but she didn't stop. And so that is definitely the key, like putting things out there before they're even ready sometimes, getting that feedback and using that to amplify and enhance your current offer, be it a product, a physical product, or be it, you know, something digital or an in-person workshop or an event, like put things out there before they're ready, embrace that progress over perfection and be willing to pivot when necessary. Something I realized a long time ago, like probably when I first started out in business, is this, I just observed, like it was just really, really interesting that when someone says they're going to go to university and they're going to be there for four years or seven years or however long, most people are so proud of that person and so encouraging and so supportive of them. And even that person, that student at the time is just, they're so supportive of themselves. They're willing to eat the two minute noodles. (laughs) You know, they're willing to do what it takes to kind of get to the end. Like their success journey is getting to the end and having that degree. And then, you know, for a lot of students, like, let's be honest, a lot of students are leaving university and actually finding it very difficult to find a job in their field. I know that's the case for a lot of people that I know. So there's not even any job certainty there, but there's a lot of support because it's it's just a normal thing in society to go to university and to do that. And no one really questions, you know, well, when are you going to start earning money? You know, maybe you should quit now. Like you've been going for like three years now and maybe you should quit. And so that pressure and that deadline, that time-bound success deadline isn't really there for those individuals. And I've been to university. It was just kind of like an expectation. It was like the norm that I was just going to be this poor struggling uni student for X amount of years and that was all fine. And I just received all of the support, emotional support and financial support where my mum could to kind of help me get through that time in my life. But then when I decided to be my own boss, I decided to take this leap into entrepreneurship. I wasn't really met with the same type of support and encouragement from society and from people around me. 
because for most people, they don't understand entrepreneurship and they're not entrepreneurs. So they're looking at it from an employee mindset. And sometimes the time-bound success deadline comes from outside of us. Sometimes it's not ourselves as the ambitious women putting that pressure on ourselves. Sometimes it's just societal norms. Sometimes it's family and friends or well-meaning co-workers and things like that, people in your community. And they ask things like, oh, so, you know, when are you going back to work? Or maybe they forward you job descriptions and things like that because they've seen you now in business for six months or a year or two years and they're just like, well, when is it going to take off for you? And that can be a very crippling time for entrepreneurs to hear that constantly. Like, how much did you make this week? How much did you, how much have we lost this month? When are you going back to work? Or that's great that you're enjoying it. You know, like, did you see that there's a job advertisement over here? And it's just like that same support and encouragement and just being upheld to pursue your own dream isn't always there. And it can be very, very hurtful. So I just really want to speak to all of the ladies that have ever either themselves or maybe other people around you have kind of put this time-bound success deadline on you. I want you to know, honestly, it is a journey and there are no certainties with how long it takes. But your success is inevitable if you're in it for the long-term game. If that entrepreneurial fire is like louder than any fear or any obstacle, then you will get through. So you just keep going and you find yourself a really supportive community or a mentor or a tribe. And if you have people in your family, you know, or in your friendship group that are supporting you, you hold on to those people and you nurture those relationships because you need them in your life. If you're listening to this episode and you're just considering going into business and entrepreneurship, I promise you it is fun. It is fun. It does become fun. It does become light. It does become extremely abundant. So, you know, don't let that stop you. But I think it's really important that we speak about some of the not so glam and the not so fun aspects as well. Because starting a business should not be something that you think, okay, I'm just going to start this and I'm going to give myself 12 months to make it work, or I'm going to give myself six months to do this. And then like, if that doesn't happen, you're then left feeling, you know, like you've truly failed. And, you know, if you've given yourself 12 months and then you get to like the nine month mark, it's like, you don't need all of that anxiety boiling up and just like, you're like, oh my God, I have three months. I've, I've got 90 days to make this work now. And suddenly you're like in this mad panic and flap because you just, all you're focused on is this stress and this pressure. And it's like, well, how are you supposed to make logical decisions, stay in good energy, do your best work when you're feeling like you're already behind? So it's just like a quick mental check, quick mental check. What are the expectations that you're putting on yourself and how can you kind of shift those? And what are the expectations of the people in your, you know, in your environment? Because your environment contributes to 80% of what's possible for you and 80% of your success comes from your environment. So you may need to, you know, set some boundaries there with the things that people are saying 
if it's not acceptable for people to be handing you job advertisements all the time, well, you can just say that in a really nice, polite yet assertive way. It's like, no, thank you. I'm actually dedicated to growing my business and it takes time and yeah, I'm prepared. I'm loving it. I'm extremely fulfilled doing this, but thank you very much. You know, so maybe it's a question around boundaries, but just, just be aware that you get to choose your state. You get to choose how you feel, how you respond to things. And if you are in that place where you're feeling really stressed, I just want to like, I'm just sending you the biggest, warmest virtual hug right now and the best of intentions for you and your business. As I said, sometimes a deadline is a good thing and sometimes a deadline is just putting pressure on you. So how would you show up in your business if time wasn't an issue, if money wasn't an issue, if confidence wasn't an issue? How would you show up and try to operate from that space? Because you have so many talents and, you know, you can change the world and you can change your life and you can be the type of mother that you want to be or be the type of, you know, partner or spouse that you want to be and achieve all of your business dreams as well. And you can do it without this constant state of overwhelm and pressure. And it can be fun. It can be light. It can be joyful. It can be easy. So sending you big hugs, my beautiful, lovely friend. And um, as always, please head on over to Instagram and let me know what you thought of this episode. You can either comment on the IGTV post that accompanies this episode or just hit me up in the DMs and let me know how you're feeling with this one. I would love to connect with you. The link to leave me a review on iTunes, as always, is in the show notes. So head on over there. It takes about two seconds to leave me a five-star review and another minute if you want to leave me a comment. I surely, I sure, sure, sure love hearing from you. Take care, lovely, and stay happy in your hustle.